You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. Um, I'm excited to continue our conversation on freaks and geeks. Uh, Suzanne is here with me again. Hello, Suzanne. Hi. Great to be back. Talking about the yeah. freaks again. <laughs> the freaks and the geeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is such a great series, and I'm, I'm so happy that we can continue to talk about it. Uh, so last time... The last episode we, we talked about was called Tricks and Treats. That was episode number three in the series. Mm-hmm. And we are going on to episode number four, which is called Kim Kelly is My Friend. And um, there are some... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and explain the the uh, little thing that, that... that Suzanne and I had a little conversation about the this episode right before we started talking. Actually, before... Uh, we're going to get into it. So this episode, Kim Kelly is my friend, didn't originally air on NBC until late in this year series. And so they put it back on the DVD set. It's back in the lineup where it's supposed to be, which is episode number four. So it's kind of developing Kim and Lindsay's friendship. And we'll get into it uh, here in a second. So... Um, do you want do you want to kind of explain what this like the the basic synopsis of this episode for us real quick? Uh, okay. So I hope I remember everything correctly. Like just a general but, overview, and then we'll get into the details. Yeah, well, the overview at this point in the series is still pretty early, and Lindsay was getting kind of rebuffed by Kim, who was like the tough girl who's really didn't want the brainy chick around, and what is she doing here here anyway? Um. But as Lindsay was getting more into the group and, and, and spending more time with Nick, I think it was Nick who who uh, convinced Kim to, hey, give, give her breaks, right. be friends, she's going to be around, you know, I'm crazy about her, or whatever exactly was going on. Right. Um, so, uh, and I think, wasn't there some kind of tension going on with her and Daniel, too? I think there was pressure yeah, well, from both of them if to, you remember- hey, give her a break. <laughs> Yeah, if you go back to the the previous episode, or no, the the second episode, um, beers and beers and weirs, mm-hmm. when they had when Lindsay threw the party, you know, Linz, uh Kim, and uh, Daniel had broken up for a little bit, but then they get together yes, by by the end together, of the episode, like on her bed in her bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so cute. Yeah. Even though she don't worry, becoming obvious obvious she had a crush on Daniel also. So right. Don't worry, we threw your stuffed animals on yeah, the floor. Yeah, we threw your teddy bears on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sad. Okay, so yeah. then in this episode, Kim kind of has a change of heart and decides that she's going to be friendly with Lindsay uh, and, in fact, invites her, uh, Lindsay, that is, to her house with her crazy mother for dinner. And I think kind of under the guise with her mother that, here, this is my clean-cut friend, and, you know, we're now, 
you, you know, you can't look down on me now because I'm hanging out with somebody, you know, who's, uh, who doesn't get into trouble. Uh, and it all blows up. Yes. <laughs> in their faces and there's just this crazy screaming scene where they're being chased out onto the lawn and trying to get her beat up gremlin running and off the property and they're screaming at each other and it's it's hysteria i mean it's really not very funny because uh, you know we were talking earlier about the fact that they really wanted to show what a terrible home life she had and she does god and help this poor girl don't, and you kind of you kind of get that feeling from the get-go like from the beginning of the of the the series, you kind of get this feeling that that Kim has had kind of a tough life, mm. and she's got she's got an edge to her, and she's she can be a real bitch if she wants to be, uh, which is most of the time yeah, through the yeah. series. She's she's very she's really edgy all the time. So, um, and this one it's it's almost like it's kind of like she's using Lindsay. To impress her mom. Yeah, yeah, to a degree, you know, yeah. at, at which Lindsay figures out pretty quickly and is trying to play along, but she just is not, you know, fast mm-hmm. enough to come up with the answers that she's supposed to as far as, you know, because then her, um, Kim's mother is kind of grilling her about things that Kim didn't bother mm-hmm. to tell her she had lied about. Yeah, I used to work up in that area. <laughs> what, what, part of, what part of Benton Harbor were you from? <laughs> Yeah. Or were you? Were you? Like were you was your house? Yeah. Making uh, shit up. Um. What, what did she say? Benton like, Harbor Street? Street. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and her mom, Kim Kelly's mom, lies. I tell you, all that comes out of your mouth is lies. <laughs> yeah, and they're sitting. They're sitting at this little table, and like the the walls of the house are like half built or something. Like I'm trying to remember. And the yeah. brother is asleep on the couch, and they're afraid to wake him up because he's going to have some kind of a fit chip. or something. Yeah, Chip, Chip, because he was he was uh, uh, he was beaten up by cops, even oh, though he did nothing wrong. Yeah, supposedly. According according to Kim. Yeah, and I think and, they said like uh, again. Yeah, he was beaten up by cops yeah. again. It was some kind yeah. of repetition that they noted in that. Yeah. And. Uh, Actually, that guy—he's like—he plays this little tiny. He's never—he's not in it throughout the rest of the series, but I recognized him. I'm like, oh, I know that guy from somewhere. Yeah. And he was in—he uh, was in that. I think it was a. Uh, it's either Netflix or Prime or something like that uh, with a show called Enlightened. With mm-hmm. um, oh, what's that actress's name? Oh. Yeah, I think is that Mike White though? Because I think that might be the guy who wrote the episode. No, I think so. And he, really? yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, like I said, I, I don't have all the details memorized. You know, I'm a little new and in being in, inaugurated to this, but I think I read that he played Kim Kelly's brother, and that he was one of the writers of the show. And I know he's also written other things, maybe, or and maybe, maybe he wrote School of Rock with Jack Black, and he was. The roommate that was being impersonated. Okay. It, I I think that might be the same guy. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm going by, I'm kind of going by memory. Okay. Well, that I I you know I'm I, I don't know enough about that. I'm gonna look it up. Um. So, yeah. So he's laying on the couch and her mom just so Boston, you know. Shut up! You wake up your brother. 
it's just <laughs> she that 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 actress she nailed that accent uh so well even though you know they're supposed to be from in, somewhere else but they're in, in Michigan, Michigan yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she definitely does not have a mission. She's from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You can totally tell by her by her accent. Um, and then her, her, you know, her mom's boyfriend or whatever, or yeah, or that, stepdad yeah. maybe. Might have stepdad. I guess they don't really specify, but it's not like it's a nice relationship. They just scream no, at each other. She, well, at one point she says, "You're not even my. You're not my father." You know, oh, okay. Kim, Kim's yelling at him. Um. And then they're trying to take their her car away because she's gone. Oh, yeah, him. and she starts and they, screaming, "This is my car!" My, my car, my, my car. Yeah, something like her, my aunt. My aunt left it to me after she died of a heroin overdose or something like horrifying yes. like that. And you're just yeah. like, "Oh my god, this poor girl." Yeah, Kim Kelly. She had a she had a really uh, dark past, and it's it's kind of you said her. You know, you said it's funny, but it's not funny, mm-hmm. and, and that's totally true because it's kind of sad how how dark her past yeah, they, is they, to get her to that. They point. did. They make it funny, and they make it into a funny series. But I mean, this right. is just you know border, a borderline abusive home, and oh, absolutely. I think all of totally. them. I think all of the the freaks. I mean, that's kind of why they're they're freaks. I think they have lousy home life or, or something terrible happening in there. Like Daniel's right. father is very <clears throat> ill or something and the mother can't keep up. And, you know, Daniel's taking, you know, getting them medication and staying home from school to care for people. And, it, you know, it's just. Right. And, uh, and then Nick's, Nick's mom is out of the picture, but his dad is like this hardcore military yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, who sells all his drums yeah. and crap. I mean, this is just terrible. <laughs> oh, I know. He's just like, he got rid of Yeah, him. yeah. That well, that's later. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's another episode. Right, right. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so they're they're at the house, and, and they have the argument of where, you know, they find out that, that oh, Kim had originally told Lindsay, yeah, by the way, your family takes me skiing at your vacation home. Okay, Benton now I remember. And that, that's what that's what that led to the whole. Oh yeah, I used to do some work up in Benton Harbor. <laughs> Benton Harbor. So anyway, um, so they get into this radical argument, and she jumps in. She, they get in the car, and Lindsay's freaking out the whole time, and the dad or the stepdad or whatever, he's like pushing he's like jumping on the hood of the car with his hands and like pushing get out of the car give me the keys get out of the car and uh she finally you know they they tear off and they go off and then this is uh something that we kind of skipped over this is where is it uh karen scarfoli yes Mm mm-hmm it was Rashida I, Jones, yeah. One, Rashida Jones, right. She was in the earlier part of the episode where she's the one that wrote on, on Sam's right, locker. Right, she's terrorizing Sam. Pig, Pig Miggy, yeah. And her and yeah, Kim are he buddies at that point. <clears throat> at that point. Yeah. But then when they tear off from their house and they go and they go to meet uh, Daniel and Nick at this park, well, they pull up and Karen Scarfoli is like sucking on yeah. Daniel's thumb. <laughs> yeah, which they're making out under a tree. V- obvi- obviously very uh, suggestive. Mm-hmm. And and that's when Kim just really loses it. You know, she's already got a pretty messed up situation at home. 
And then she goes and, and sees her boyfriend, you know, kind of flirting with this, with who's supposed to be her friend. Mm-hmm. And she flips out. She's like, you're dead. You're dead. And. Benton Harbor Street. Yeah, well, I've never been to Benton Harbor, okay? You know, you should have just told me you were using me. Yeah, well, my parents are always on my ass about where I'm going, you know? She thinks I'm a loser. She thinks all my friends are losers. I just wanted to bring home someone like you. I'm sorry, okay? Are you happy now? Whatever. Wish you would have told me. Boom! My stepfather wants to sell my car. I don't think so. With all the dirt I have on him, he better just watch it. You know what I mean? So what are you gonna do now? Find Daniel. He hears about this, he's gonna flip out. There's his car. Him and Nick like to come here and shoot hoops sometimes. Well, I'm usually passing by just about 11 o'clock. I never stop. I usually pass by just around 11 o'clock. Kim. And if you let me cool you one time, you'll be my regular style. All right, boys. I'm going to put my vanilla on. Oh, please, I'm going to put you on. This is one of those scenes that I remember, and I can't remember which which uh, Van Halen song it was that was playing. I, it was either Jamie's Crying or Ice Cream. Yeah, well, what I'm looking at, I think, says as Jamie's was, Crying, but unless both of them. As this scene was happening. Um, well, let me see. Oh, no, sorry. Both, both, both of them songs. were in there, so it doesn't specify which one it is. You're right. And I can't, I can't recall which one it was. I think it was Ice Cream Man. I think it was Ice Cream Man. Uh, when this when this scene happened, and so uh, she's driving around and she's like driving through the park that they're playing basketball on, and she's <laughs> completely flipping out. Uh-huh. And and Nick later on, Nick's like, "You almost ran me over," you know, and whatever. But so they go on, and she they they end up driving away, and at some point goes. Says to to Kim says to Lindsay like, uh, you're you're like the only friend I have, and you're a loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, she's oh, uh, she's in a really bad spot. So they end up back at at Lindsay's house. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could see that the uh, like Lindsay's always kind of like, uh, you guys are lame. My parents are lame. Dinner is lame. It's always the same thing. And then Kim Kelly mm. sits down at the table and she's like, "This is the best thing ever. What are you making? Yeah, time? Please eat dinner here, too. please." Yeah. So you kind of learn to appreciate it's, the little a, things in it, life. It's like this. 
they kind of broke down the tough persona. Mm-hmm. Like they they kind of they kind of peeled back the the ex the the tough rough exterior of this character Kim, and they showed where she was coming from and why she has these walls built up. And then when she gets into the situation with with Lindsay's family, where it's like it's like a real family, a functional family, mm-hmm. not dysfunctional. Yes. Um, and she sits down, and you see these barriers start coming down, and she's almost like you you have this sympathy for her. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And I think Lindsay yeah. starts you to feel, get you it. You feel bad yeah. for her that she's been, yeah, yeah. Um. So it just, and of course, uh, Joe Flaherty, the dad, <laughs> Harold, he's he's kind of like, what is this young lady doing in our house? What, what's this all about? And and Jean, the mom, being as sweet as she always is, uh, is like, no, let's just you know let her have, you know, she'll sit down with us and she'll have dinner and it'll be all good, you know, and then, uh. They go through the dinner and then they sit down there watching a little TV and having dessert, some ice cream or something too. Because Jean's like, "Would you like some ice cream?" <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You know. And uh, Kim's all, "Yeah." She just seems she seems so broken and 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 ready to accept some like attention and love at this. Yeah, point. yeah. And then, and then the boys show up. <laughs> and so Nick, this, this is a pretty funny part, actually. They they really, they make Nick so awkward sometimes. Yeah, well, when he's um, dating Lindsay, he's extremely awkward. He was fine up until then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it gets, it gets even more awkward as we go on through mm, the yeah. more episodes. <laughs> so he's, he's, he comes to the door. He rings the doorbell and and Lindsay answers and he's like just tell just tell Kim to come out. Daniel's out in the car. He wants to talk to her. And in the background, Kim's like, "You tell Daniel to go to hell," you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Nick's like, "Well, he, you know, if she doesn't come out, you know, he's just gonna come in here anyway." And uh, so Nick comes in the house. And this this little sequence, I can't remember the exact order of how it goes, but somehow like Kim is freaking out. Nick comes in the house, and and Lindsay's like walking through the house, and Nick is like behind her, and he starts massaging her shoulders. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? You know, you just you just seem so tense. He's like massaging her shoulders. I don't know what he's doing. He's he's making a pass, obviously. In a weird situation, yeah, which is it's just inappropriate. Was just based on, I think, a weird assumption on his part that took her yeah. maybe like four or five episodes to correct. But I feel like yeah. that was never really her idea. You know, she just didn't mm. want to get kicked out of the group, so she right. <laughs> she let it go on I for totally, a while. That is totally exact. That is totally the way it, it happens. Like she could just kind of let it happen. Even though she didn't, I don't think she really wanted it to happen that way. I think she had more of a thing for Daniel, like it showed in a previous episode. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, the f- one of the funniest little weird quirky things was he kept finding fruit roll-ups <laughs> and like asking if he could 
if he could keep them, you know, if he, hey, can I have these fruit roll-ups? <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, he, he like, he's talking to, Lin, he's got Lindsay next to him, he's talking to uh, her parents, and, like, right in front of her, he's like, you know, you guys really did a good job. Lindsay really turned out great. You know? <laughs> it's, it's so, they really make him so awkward, it's funny. Um, it, it is weird. Yeah, some later episodes then, with him it, are, are even stranger out there. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But the, the serenade is the serenade is something special. Yeah, that yeah, that's true. That's 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 good. <laughs> it's really hard to sit through. But I think worse is when he moves into their house and is like walking around in this like speedo underwear in the middle of the night and oh, stubbing yeah. his toe and jumping up and down. <laughs> She's just like, Would you put the pants on? I totally forgot about that episode. That's like yeah, that's, that's a late episode. Like a little bit later. Right, on. We're talking about with the dad gives away drums and and so he leaves. And, right, right, right. You know, he doesn't want to go home and he ends up being like a third child for a while and he has to like follow the study rules and stuff. But that's yeah, like I'm saying, that's a little bit further on. I think by that point, happy boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> so at least that was uh, addressed. But anyway, okay, so then then there they are. They're all, you know, the, the freaks are at Lindsay's house. Um, Daniel comes back and... But he comes in. Like, he comes in through the kitchen door. Yeah, yeah. Like the back door. And, 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 and Gene is like... <laughs> they're like, what's going on here? Gene's like, ah! Oh my God, Harold! What? Is, what? <laughs> so somebody coming in the back door, you know? And she didn't know who it was. Yeah, he's just like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ew, it's okay, lady. It's yeah. okay, lady. <laughs> Which then they end up like making out, like on her countertop, on her kitchen countertops, sitting. You know. Yeah. Well, like, Kim. Yeah, Kim comes storming into the kitchen and starts yelling. I saw you making out with her, and you know, she was sucking on your thumb, Daniel. What? What else did you? What else did you do, Daniel? You know, and she's just fully yelling at him. And he's like nothing, and then she starts hitting, hit like hitting him, you know, like smacking him around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just keeps taking it and taking it and taking it. And, uh, <laughs> and finally, they they like make up, and uh, Harold and Jean and Lindsay and Nick are all standing there, just like dumbfounded like, watching can't. it. Jean Jean's yeah, like, like let's give him a little privacy. They, leave the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, they won't go in the they're kitchen. in the kitchen. They won't go in the kitchen in their yeah. own house because they're. Right. Kim is up there, like, splayed out on the countertop. <laughs> and so Jean's like, oh, let's give him a little privacy <laughs> and so they can work it out or whatever. And then uh, they, they duck back in later, and they're fully, like you said, they're fully making out with, with like, Kim's, like, sitting on the countertop, yeah. and he's almost, like, dry-humping her. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was very, it was, uh, they were really oh, yeah. into That's it. That's far more lenient than my parents ever would have been with any of my friends. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that would have never happened in my house. Yeah, and then right at the end, Nick's like, "Oh hey, I got these fruit roll-ups, <laughs> like more fruit roll-ups, like out of nowhere." Oh yeah, just take them. <laughs> so everything ends up happy with between Daniel and Kim. Oh, we flew through this episode. That's good though. I don't okay. want to no, not, not so yeah. on too much. Yeah, not so bad. So, and um, even they even resolved the, the whole business with uh, with Karen, who was terrorizing yeah. Sam or writing crap on his locker, and he tried to clean it off, and she'd write it back. And um, then, right. and this is where, she, yeah, this is, 
Kim. Kim was pissed off at her. Right. Then, you know, Kim turns on her because she's, you know, flirting with her boyfriend rather aggressively. Um, and then, you know, the tables kind of turn where then Kim gets to be Sam's, you know, protector because she's telling Karen to go, you know, take a hike. So everybody's a little bit more aligned by the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think the, uh, the whole Kim, Kim part of this episode kind of overshadows the, um, the struggle that Sam is going through with this, you know, Karen Mm -hmm. as a bully. And, uh, I remember there, there was a scene where like before Daniel and Nick came over, uh, Kelly or Kim, Kim walked into Sam's room, just like stormed into his room and she's just like pacing back and forth. And, and he's like, get out of my room. What are you doing here? Oh yeah. But doesn't she and, start uh, like asking him for advice or something? She starts like, what, how, how did that no, scene go? No, she's like, she's going, she starts complaining about Karen She's like, she is so dead. She's not even going to know what... She's going to wish she was dead. I'm going to, like... I'm going to burn her hair and <laughs> poke her eyes out. Her. Like, she's like... what? And Sam's on the bed going, look, jeez, don't hurt her too bad. You know? <laughs> yeah. And Kim, as she she's like about... Like, they're going to cut to the next scene or something. Kim's like, she's going to wish she was never born. <laughs> And Sam's got this look on his face like, damn. <laughs> Kim Kelly's a serious, yeah, crazy woman. So, uh, yeah, that was, I, I forgot to mention that part earlier, but that was, uh, that was the scene that always stood out. But like, like I was saying, the, the whole Kim Kelly family life and stress and all that was really overshadowed what Sam was going through with the, with the, the writing on the locker and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, that stuff. was much more of a, a Lindsay episode, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting how they do that. They kind of focus on certain characters as they go through yeah. the series. Yeah, and they rotate back and forth. Yeah. So, um, real quick, some of the songs, the other songs that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, we mentioned the two Van Halen. Van Halen is just scattered throughout this whole series. Uh, Jamie's crying is one of them. Ice cream man, like we said, and then King Tut. Yes, yeah, Steve Martin. Now when he was a young man, he never thought he'd see people stand in line to see the boy King.
gave his life for tourism. Yeah, and there's another scene that I forgot about where Sam and Neil and Bill were like playing with Neil's new chemistry set or something. And Sam had to write a 500 word essay for vandalism because uh, that's what Karen did to his locker and he was trying to scrub it off and the, the oh, teacher, yeah. teacher called that one. Mr. Um, what's yep. his name? Mr. Kowchowski. Yeah. Kowchowski. Uh, and so he assigned Sam, you know, said, I want a 500-word 500, 500 essay, 500-page, 500 <laughs> a novel. I would like a novel from yeah, you. Um, yeah, um, so, he, yeah, he's like 500-word essay, and he's trying to write this essay while Sam and – or while Neil and Bill are in there playing with some, you know, chemistry set that he got. And they start arguing, Sam and Neil start arguing about who's the bigger geek, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and, they're fighting over who, like, gets the title of who's the biggest geek. <laughs> right, well, the, like, they don't want to be. Like, they, they, you know, Sam's like, goes, says to Bill, all right, who's a bigger geek, me or Neil? And Bill's, like... Uh, he doesn't want to. Oh yeah, okay. He's like Sam, and Neil, of course, does his, you know, and and you know, and the verdict is, you know, he he gets all cocky about it, and that's when they start fighting, and they spill the acid that they were playing with the chemistry set on Sam's floor. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, they they have these little. It's so fun. It's interesting how they these little side stories going on. Well, the uh, the main story was about Kim Kelly and Lindsay's relationship and Kim's family situation. Mm-hmm. So I, this is all just <laughs> coming back to me. I haven't seen this episode in a while, and I forgot the little side things that were going on mm-hmm. with the chemistry set and all that. So um, that so that and King Tut is what reminded me. And reminiscing, there's there's uh, the same scene. When they're in Sam's bedroom, in the background is Little River Band. That's right. Reminiscing. Right, 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 because they're on like Don Kirsch's rock concert or something on the right. television. Yeah, you know, I remember that song so clearly from that that year. It just it was all over the radio, and it really was in the background of everything that mm-hmm. you know that you did. You were hearing those those uh, kind of soft rock type songs that were going seventies. Yeah, and I. I uh, honestly, I love that music, and they call it yacht rock now, and I'm still trying to figure out why rock? it became called yacht rock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you haven't heard this term yet. Yes, not. Okay. Um, if you look up, if you just Google yacht rock, you're gonna see all those songs from the '70s, like from Ambrosia and Little River Band right. and Pablo Cruz and uh, Bertie Higgins. You know the song Key Largo. Uh huh. Um, and then, or, uh, uh the Co- Pini Colada song is right, right. by, uh, Rupert Holmes. That's all in that category of yacht rock. I don't know why they call it that. And it just seems like a, like within the last couple of years, I started seeing that term. Um, but Little River Band falls into that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, Chrissy and I went and saw the Little River Band 
uh, in, I think it was 2018, locally here uh, down in St. Pete, or not St. Pete, uh, Clearwater. And I got and Pablo Cruz opened up for him. Oh. And it was a fantastic show. Fantastic. Outstanding. Little, you know, little venue that only held like 2,000 people. So it's not a, you know, not a big theater, amphitheater or anything. But yeah, those songs are not so... rock. I don't get it. Like, is it a wealth <laughs> thing? I don't know what it's saying. Originally known as West Coast Sound or Adult Oriented Rock. Identified with Oh, you yeah. You're looking at it? Is it's soft I recognize rock all the songs, in, in event, so. um, and I I know exactly what you're talking about, like that Seals and Crofts type of oh yeah Seals listening and type of <laughs> yes, but yes. not so it's not like Neil Sedaka e- easy listening, you know, like they all had long hair and played guitars and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was the era. That was that was quite the year for it, like the the very late '70s and uh, 1980. Big I remember yeah, all these remember, people and all these songs. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. In fact, it's it's one of my favorite playlists to put on my Pandora. Uh huh. When I, I you just look up yacht rock and it's there. It's all those songs come up. And oh, I will have to do that. Yeah, I've kind of made my own yacht rock playlist without realizing. <laughs> I have a nice '70s playlist. Yeah, I had and I did a '70s playlist like that too with all those songs. But uh, a buddy of mine goes, "That's wuss music." <laughs> So I labeled it. I labeled it at first at my wuss music. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's all love songs. To, like by and, yachts, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I still. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I will tell you, it is. It is perfect. It is perfect for for our for our generation. Okay, I guess you know because when this when this music was out, it was in the late seventies. Mm. Mid mid to late seventies, and we were all kids just growing up, and our parents probably listened to a lot of it. Mm. Um, so it has that influence that that yeah that AM radio. That, yeah, you heard it all the time, but you weren't really that familiar with it. But now that you're hearing it again, you know it brings back this rush of memories. Mm. Um, one of my favorites is uh, Thunder Island. Wow! I, oh, I haven't heard, thought of that in ages. Oh my god! I remember the song. I absolutely love that song. And uh, another. I'm gonna one add that to my playlist. By, by another one, if you if you don't have it, by a guy named John Stewart, not the John Stewart comedian guy that has that, you know, that had that TV show for mm-hmm. a while. John Stewart did one called Gold. And if you can find the version with Stevie Nicks as the backup vocals, it's outstanding. Mm, I'll look that up. So we have totally gotten off track because they mentioned Little River Man reminiscing uh-huh. in this episode. <laughs> yeah, but that's what, <laughs> but to me, that's what this episode is about. <clears throat> that that yeah. era and that moment in history and that and those kids who used to sit and listen to this stuff. Yeah. So, you know, well, I just... So I, I, I was I, I was trying to I was trying to get back to my thought of um, I, I was saying that this playlist this yacht rock playlist is perfect when we're on the boat and we <laughs> go out to the island and just chill it, it, it is so it's just so comforting and and relaxing and just it's just good stuff okay, um, so anyway yeah looking at the lyrics to gold I remember this song 
with I remember Stevie oh, Nicks too. A, such a great. Yeah, it was such a great. It was song. right in that niche. Yep, it's a song you really don't hear very often. I heard it on satellite radio a couple times. I'm like, I love that song, and I haven't heard it in jeez, you know, before before satellite radio, I hadn't heard it in 30, <laughs> 35 years. But it's a good song. Anyway, um, so let's wrap up this episode. That was episode number four of the Freaks and Geeks series called Kim Kelly is My Friend. And um, I'll go through the the, the usual sign-off uh, social media stuff. You can find us at bonsairetroclub.com. You can email us by sending an email to mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com. And you can find me on Twitter at 80s Auto Reverse. Uh, Dave usually handles our Bonsai Retro Club on Twitter. And then Suzanne has one that is Suze Mataboni on Twitter. And then she has her website too, SuzanneMataboni.com. There you go. Uh, you can find a lot of good, good, a good, a lot of good stuff on there with her blogs and stuff. She's a really good writer. So um, that is it. We will. Uh, we're gonna continue the the series uh, with episode five here coming up, and so that that episode is called Tests and Breasts. <laughs> so tune in next time to hear Tests and Breasts. Just remember, be excellent to each other and have a good whatever. Bye, Suzanne. Bye. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
Banzai Daniel said. Hey, Banzai! 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 Banzai!